When the choice seems to be to tear down the church or build a wall around it, we aim to walk the narrow road of nuance through the wilderness between the warring factions and try to figure out what it means to love God and people well. I don't know, man. I, uh, things have gotten busy. Yeah. Not that they haven't been, but just everything's kind of, uh, I don't know. The holidays didn't really slow down. It was a little different this Goodness, year. No. <laughs> kind of when we did things and um, not that it was bad by any means. It's just it didn't allow me as much downtime as I usually feel like I have during the holidays. Um, it's the old thing of like uh, needing a vacation from, from your vacation because the vacation wasn't all that restful. <laughs> that's real. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And there's times, and we've talked about this before, like just the amount of things you think about when you have the chance on vacation, even if it's like a chill vacation and, you know, some of the ones we do where we're out in the middle of nowhere and I feel like I have time to think, well, then it's like, you get home and now what? Like I thought about all this stuff. Yeah. What am I going to do? Uh huh. Yeah. And I think going into the holidays, I felt like it was going to be like, okay, I'll have a little bit of downtime. I'll be able to reset and kind of start and I don't know. I don't know that I fully reset, whatever that means. Not so much, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I get that. Something I've been trying to do lately is, um, like, I have this thing where I'll get to the end of the day, and the days tend to be pretty long and full of different things. Most of them good, honestly, but even the doing of good things requires energy and effort and brain space and, you know, and all that kind of thing. And, And so I'll get to the end of the day, and the stuff that I enjoy doing is stuff like reading or working on music or even, you know, um, doing, working on projects for other creative people that are outside of work or, you know, things like that. And the problem is all those require more work and more brain space. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so something I've been trying to do lately and, and quick, quick caveat. So what I often end up doing is just, you know, you end up scrolling on your phone or you end up, you know, watching something that's not, that doesn't mean anything, not, not something bad or, um, you know, you play a game on the computer and there's the, all those things are fine, but then you get to the end of the evening and it's like, well, crap, I didn't do anything that was worth a day. (laughs) Right. And, And so it's like, well, I need to, I do need to rest and not like engage my I do want to have a moment where I can actually rest and not feel like I'm having to be responsible for something. Yeah. And so what I've been doing is, this is going to sound dumb, is literally just sitting. So I'm not yeah. on my phone. I'm not reading anything. I just, I find a spot and I just sit there. Yeah. And it's wonderful. <laughs> like just Quite any honest. spot. Like. Yeah. I mean, on the couch or uh, yeah. it's, it's too cold to sit outside right now, but e- yeah. even like I love doing fire pits, but even that is, you know, you got to start the thing in a certain time and it's got to burn low by a certain time or you got to, yeah. it, it just becomes another job <laughs> if you're not careful. So, so it, it's just like, I, I'm literally going to sit and yeah. just let my mind wander for, you know, 15 minutes or 20 minutes or whatever. And it's actually been pretty helpful i would encourage everybody to take a minute and just sit and you know pray if that if if, if you want to but I th- it's there's actually a lot of freedom in like i'm i'm gonna set aside this time because it's on purpose to just to just be for a minute yeah and just kind of yeah. s- see what the and then after however long you get up and you get back to the other things that you were doing but I, i've i've found that helpful so um is that your your new year resolution yeah i was about to say we we've talked about uh we had an entire episode about how angry ryan gets about new year's resolutions i'm kidding he doesn't really get angry but but just that um 
Well, I, I'm trying to, and it wasn't even a new year thing. It started a few weeks ago, but just that like, yeah, I'm seems to be producing good results so far. So I'm going to yeah. try and build more of that in my rhythm. Well, and, and I think that's, that's important is things that allow you to, I don't know if decompress is the word. Maybe it is. Maybe uh, so, it's probably yeah. a word I didn't like in the past, but now I'm like, no, there's times that's for real necessary or needed mm-hmm. when, when you've got so much going on uh, during the day. Cause I mean, you may can relate. There's times where when the day is over and I, I'm just trying to sit down and, you know, spend time with the kiddos and, and even little things. It's just like, I can't, it's or a struggle to deal with. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? Give me a minute. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Just cause there's a lot. And I, I'm a fairly, in the past more so, fairly easygoing, you know, chill person, but you know, there's a point where if you're not allowing space for the things that you mentioned, just to sit and be and relax, like it can, it can get overwhelming quickly. It can. I, I get to the point at the end of the day where I have trouble stringing sentences together, literally. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll start to, my, my speech will start to slow down and I'll have trouble picking what words to yeah. use, which I mean, and I communicate all day, every day. And that's part of it is like, you're using those muscles those faculties your your attention and input is demanded on a variety of of fronts and you know you're i mean your family are people so they they require input you know they require your your faculties and so trying to strike a balance between um availability but also making sure that i have something in my tank in order to be available yeah, it's it's a uh, yeah difficult if you don't right. Yep. I had that yesterday a little bit. I I had a meeting that it was one of those things where I, I had a meeting Wednesday where we talked about some stuff, and the general you know output of that meeting from my boss was, hey, we need to talk about that quickly. And I was like, okay, I'll try and get something you know here within the week. He's like, no, like this week. I'm like, okay. And you look at calendars and it's like, oh, cool. So we have this thirty minute slot which happened to be 4.30 to 5 yesterday. Yeah. And it's like, so I'm giving people less than 24 hours to, you know, to kind of figure this out and come. But um, by the end of the day, with everything else that had gone on, I found myself struggling just to get through that meeting. I mean, it was fine, but it's like, man, I want to be anywhere but here doing anything but, you know, trying to communicate this effectively. And, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a thing. It's no small wonder but, that that uh, Jesus like went out on a boat or went up in the hills by himself from time to time. Yeah, yeah. No kidding. I'm or all took, for you know or took a boat, away by yourself. But. Took a boat into the hills. That's a little harder. It is. You know, <laughs> there's there's maybe some places you can do that, but uh, yeah. so uh, every year for the past two or three years now, we have had kind of a a year in review or a year recap. And they've sometimes we just recap the conversations that we've had that year or the things that went on in our lives. Or, you know, one year we did the we talked about New Year's resolutions and how maybe they miss some of the mark of what we as people of faith are called to do and thinking about our year and just tried to kind of make sense of some of those things. So I don't come into this conversation with a particular angle in mind necessarily. I don't know if you do. But just that this, I, I kind of like this rhythm of, of reflection. Yeah. And I, I've been going back and listening to a bunch of the episodes we put out this year to just kind of see 
So what were we thinking? And I, you know, I, um, I, I've been surprised a few times at, yeah. oh, I didn't, I didn't remember we went there or man, I needed to be reminded of, hmm. of those things that I said then, or those things that you shared with me then. It's just, yeah. it's an interesting experience. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, and it is because I think, you know, this year or this past year, we probably recorded more than, than we have in the past. Mm-hmm. Not as much as we wanted to necessarily, but more Always. so than we, than we have. And, and so it is easy to kind of miss that and not realize like, oh man, we went there. Mm-hmm. Is there anything specific that kind of was just like super intriguing or just mm-hmm. overall, it was just a, a unique experience? You know, it's funny. We, we, so much of the, our lives go in cycles where we're trying to make sense of more or less the same things and maybe making like three and a half percent progress every time around. You know, at least I feel <laughs> that that's the way I feel for me for the stuff that I struggle with. And so hearing me talk a few months ago about some sense I have made of um, a little bit of what we were just talking about, of trying to build healthy rhythms and healthy space, both for yourself and for the people that you care about and not getting bogged down in the minutia of every day and finding the ways to rest that actually contribute to your godliness rather than just, you know, selfish escapism and things like that. So I was listening to myself say things that I said I had learned and then, you know, a few months later have apparently forgotten <laughs> that were helpful at the time. And I'm just like, man, I'm, I'm the dude that looks himself in a mirror and then goes off and does the thing that he said he wouldn't do. And um, I'm thankful for the grace and the closeness of God and have been kind of reminded lately of some of those things that I, that were proved that God proved so strongly to me, if you like about how close he is and the ways in which he wants to be right up in the midst of whatever trouble we're going through or or the good that we're going through as well. And so it was a good kind of, uh, it's good to see where you've been. I guess is what mm-hmm. I'd say about it and, and see that God was there too. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that's, that's even a humbling thing, right? Like realizing, okay, I had this realization and said yeah. these things and then looking back, eh, maybe I didn't, wasn't always focused on, mm-hmm. on that. And I for sure can struggle with that. I think a big thing, looking at the year for me too, it's just like trying to learn to, um, well, I mean, we, we talked about it on the last, last, uh, episode that we released just a little bit ago. Um, but you know, looking at the blessed or the merciful and there's times where I may have strong feelings a certain way or God has revealed something to me and it's instantly, well, man, everybody should, should realize this. And and maybe yeah. so, right. If it's biblical and something God wants to reveal to people, sure, but that doesn't always mean it's going to be in the same time or look the same way, and um, I'll have that, like, that realization of, I need to have more mercy here, but then in the moment, it's very easy to be like, what's this fool doing, you know? And uh, (laughs) I don't want to be that way. I don't want to think um, that we're on the same place, because, you know, for every time I say that, there could be five other people looking at me and being like, why is he doing this when... Yeah. When God's word says this, and um, I would hope someone would graciously pull me to the side and mercifully <laughs> set me mm-hmm. right um, on that. You know, if it's someone in my community or someone that feels they can or not, you know, sometimes it's it's maybe a stranger that God speaks through. But 
Um, a donkey. But yeah. What's that? A donkey. A donkey. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I may need that, but, <laughs> and I can be a donkey at times, you know. Oh, <laughs> I, see what you, I see what you did there. Oh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. And it's kind of one of those things where what's going to be, I hate to say the theme, but what is it this year that God's going to get to reveal to you? Because I think a lot, last year, the last two years have been different. Um, coming out of the end of year before last, um, I'd, you know, kind of followed God's direction into what I thought was, I do think God was leading me there. I don't want to say what I thought. I, I firmly believe God led me to that new career and, and whatnot and trying to pursue that, but I don't think it was for the reasons I wanted, right? It mm-hmm. was for something different entirely that was not on on my radar. Uh, and I think that was a good way of resetting me to show me it's not about my plans. You know, mm-hmm. it's about God's plan and and, you know, he, he will put me wherever he wants to in that, and I need to be okay with that. And then this past year was kind of settling back into um, some of that and where I was before. And, and again, God's grace that things worked the way they did, total God thing. But, like, it's just different, you know, and then trying to uh, realize that God took me one place and then back as a part of his plan. And what does that mean? And how do I navigate that um, not as a oh, I messed up and didn't listen mm-hmm. because I do believe I did, but it's just God's doing something different there. And some of that I've seen, some of that I haven't. Um, yeah. You know, I was having a conversation yeah. with uh, a couple of folks this week, that, um, and they were we were talking about uh, that they moved to another city for a while and then ended up moving back here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's funny, the, the way that they refer to that period of life is like, well, what do you think that was? <laughs> because it, you know, it ended up not being what they expected, and and yeah, and, and whatnot, and just kind of like, well, ah, we did what we felt God was calling us to do, and m- maybe that was the point of it, because we're not sure what the what any other point would have been. Yeah, sometimes it's just about obedience, <laughs> and and who knows, you know, maybe you cross paths with someone during that time. Um, I certainly know that that was the case for me. There were a couple I uh, of people I cross paths with that I, I keep in touch with and have mm-hmm. become kind of regular people I communicate with um, that I would not have have had that, you know, if not for stepping into that role. And maybe that's part of it. Um, there's also people I didn't really want to communicate with that I ended up communicating with during that time. And that's that's a whole other thing entirely. But um, maybe that's even part of it, you know, is God showing you, Hey, you're gonna you're you're gonna deal with whoever I put in your path, whether you want to or not. And well, and um, Paul talks about I think this is in First Corinthians: some water, some plant, some see the harvest. And right. you know, he may ask you to do something, and you may n- never know what it's for. You Absolutely. may never see the yeah. return on it, but he knows what's up. And it's but yeah. it's great to get to be there when something good does happen. Yep, and and you know some of that you see little glimpses. I, every now and then I see glimpses of kind of that year of 20, what was that, 22, and why and what, and mm. um, and it makes sense. I mean, some of it, even just little things, like to have a little more flexibility for that year. Yeah. Um, to kind of explore, to start, you know, little things I did or, or whatnot. And um, there's other stuff, it's like, who knows? But but maybe there was something like that where, where there was a conversation with someone or... Um, you know, who knows where they feel able to reach out in the time of need. Mm-hmm. 
and that should be worth it, you know, whether it's inconvenient or not, it yeah. should be what it's about. So. Yeah, talking about flexibility, you know, I, I ran I ran a business for a while, and that, I mean, you're your own boss, but you're still, the buck still stops with you, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're ultimately responsible for everything. There have been quite a few times over the last couple of years since switching to working for somebody else again that I've been so glad <laughs> to have the relative stability and, and also the fle- still some of the flexibility because stuff has come up that I've like guy we got to take care of this and it's been there's been a foundation to help cover that and I've been yeah. been very thankful no absolutely um and I was trying to pull up just to even look through what all we because I did not do what you did <laughs> which was such a, a great idea you know? um, <laughs> There's a lot there. If you had to pick one episode that you think was the most, I don't know if I want to say helpful, but, or inspirational, or what's the word I'm looking for? Revealing. Let's use that one. The most revealing to you. I actually haven't made it back through this one, but I felt like, blessed are those who mourn felt different. Hmm. Because that was, for me, kind of a culmination of a lot of threads of work that God has been doing in my life over the last couple of years that had needed to happen for almost as long as I've been alive. And so to experience it personally and then get to the point where I feel like I can talk about it publicly. Not that, And I didn't experience any kind of like terrible trauma or anything like that. It's just you realize... When you, when you finally come to terms with the strongholds in your life and see them for what they are and call them what they are and admit that you know what needs to happen there and trying to break out of those patterns of, of choices and behavior that have kept you in those spots for so long. Um, and, and, and you brought a lot of vulnerability as well about your own experiences and situations to that conversation. I just, I felt like we'd never done anything like that before. And so that one really stuck out to me. And, um, I, I, it was, it was cool for me listening back to, we've said so many times before, it's like, we're just two dudes. I mean, (laughs) why would anybody pay any attention? Because we're not experts on anything. You know, one of the things, uh, I, I shot Ryan a text earlier today that said something to the lines of, Man, I'm seeing a lot of stuff that we may need to talk about mm-hmm. <laughs> out in the world and online. And just um, we talked about certainty on a on a recent episode. Just like, man, seems like people are so belligerently certain that they know yeah. exactly what needs to be happening and what the the right thing is. And so I don't feel like we bring that to the table. But at the same time, I feel like we were able to say a lot of the things we were deeply persuaded are true hopefully in a way that was compelling, you know, some getting to unpack the threads in Exodus and Deuteronomy that connect all the way to Christ. That That's the stuff I really get passionate about and yeah. really, um, I guess, really hopeful and, and excited about maybe being a part of people's exposure to that stuff and understanding that stuff. And there were a few episodes where we really got to dig into some of those deep threads and I really... I really like that and getting to be a part of it. Um, yeah, th- those are the things that kind of stuck out for me. What about you? Yeah. Uh, a, a lot of similar. You know, I, I do think that episode was, was different. 
and I'd actually kind of thought about that as we were talking about just those years that don't make sense and even um, moments I can look back on that how does this this make sense mm-hmm. or um, you know come into play when you look at God is good when there's these things that have happened that are that are bad and uh, at least that's how we look at it right and and mm-hmm. just thinking back on one of the things I mentioned in that episode if if people are unfamiliar with it, it's the one "Blessed Are Those Who Suck It Up" is the um, the episode title. But you know, I talked through just a miscarriage that um, my wife and I experienced um, after the birth of our, our first child, between our first and second, and um, it, it was tough. And there's no way I think in my head I will ever be able to make sense of it. But it, it doesn't really matter if I'm able to or not. And you know, understanding that that had a purpose regardless if I understand it or it's my purpose, right? Because if I wrote the plan, it would be that that didn't happen and that, you know, yeah. we had four kids running around. and um, But, you know, there, there's other things there that, that um, I don't know, it's just different. It, it doesn't matter what I write. It's, it's what God's doing. And, and that can be a tough thing, a tough pill to swallow in some ways. But uh, someone mentioned a book. I think it was maybe mentioned at church, but our pastor, but there's a, a book uh, called the moon is round, I believe is what it's called. And the I moon think is always summer. Round. Yeah. Summer mentioned it and we bought it, but it talks about how, you know, just like the moon is always round, even though sometimes it appears like, you know, the tip of a thumbnail or, you know, more of an oval or whatever. Mm-hmm. God is always good, even though we don't always see it that way. And, um, we were talking about that book yesterday, actually. Were you? Funny you should mention that, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mentioned it to someone on the phone the other day, too. And and so it's just that concept of, you know, oftentimes the world looks at what God is doing as not good or not fair, and, and maybe so according to your plan. But put your plan aside, right? <laughs> like, that's that's not what God's writing, and that's what we're supposed to be about. And um, Yeah, so, so that episode specifically— and all of the ones with the Beatitudes have been enlightening in different ways. Um, even just kind of the thread that we've we've talked about seeing, and um, you know, and, and it's just fun to look at it on the flip side. In some ways, I say fun. I mean, not in your traditional sense of fun, right? It's not like we're, you know, sitting here cutting up and laughing about it. I mean, it's just that some of the things that you come across, some of the thoughts, and even looking at the first one, which was the "What Blessed Are the Rich and Ego." It's just like. Wow. Yeah. People do do, <laughs> yeah. do that, right? And yeah. um so yeah, I mean that that was a big one. Of course, as always, talking with Josh is fun. Um <laughs> what's we, funny we, is know, uh like his he has another book that was out like what, one day ago, two days yeah. ago. Yeah. <laughs> My, mine's arriving. My copy's arriving today. So I is hopefully it? we'll get to yeah, hopefully we'll get to talk to him again yeah. this year. We do it every year. Why not again? That's right. Yeah. And hopefully he enjoys it as much as we do, or at least close to as much. But he keeps saying yes, so it can't be that bad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean there there were a lot of them. I mean, even looking back, like, you know, the third one we did this year was that Rotten Fences episode and just mm-hmm. talking about how we're so concerned with what our, our life looks like on the outside and inside we may be dying, you know, yeah. um, but everyone thinks we're fine. And so you don't have the accountability or the buy-in or the community that maybe you need because you're so, you know, hell bent on, on making yourself look great, man. And, my, well, and there's the making yourself look great, but then there's the feeling like that's what you're supposed to do. And that there isn't 
you know, the whole, we've talked about this, like, so how are you doing? Man, I'm making it, whatever. Uh, my wife was talking to me yesterday about a conversation she had with somebody last week, I think it was. And it was like that. It's like, how are you doing? It's like, oh, I'm making it, I'm making it. And she stopped a moment and she said, are you really? And yeah. the, the person was not making it, it turns out. And that turned into a very vulnerable conversation. And, um, you know, it's, it's not always, it's funny. I mean, there's, there's the kind of casual expression of it, but then even with the people who are close to you, sometimes it, it can feel easier to not go there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we've talked about that probably not this year as, as much, but in the past of just like the inconvenience it is if you do have to go there, right? And the shortcuts <laughs> we we take to make sure we don't have to to do all that. And um, I don't know. You know, I think there's a blessing there if you're willing to be inconvenienced. Um, not that it's about that blessing, but I think God's going to take your willingness and your ability to be in the place He's put you in, and He's going to use it to, to help someone, first of all, which is a blessing to them, but he's going to continue to bless you if you're willing to, to bless others with that, you know, mm -hmm. and it's an outpouring of, of his um, goodness in your life. Doesn't mean it's always fun, you know? Um, no, it's often not. Yeah. And sometimes it can be downright scary, but I, I, I don't know. I think it's one of those things you have to start looking at things. It's like when when you have moments where, um, be it God giving you like, you know, allowing you to have a raise in your job. Again, that's not always necessarily even God. I think you have to look at the ability that, that, you know, that there is Satan does have power in this world and it would be mm -hmm. very easy for him to lure you with more money. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. and to allow you to stay where you are with that. And, and so that, that's a real thing. And maybe he uses that more so than, um, God to bless us. I think God's blessing is, is oftentimes different than, than that, but can confirm, um, was that can confirm? Yeah, yeah. And so, um, but I, I think you know, there's times when he, if that happens, it's like, okay, well, then what with this? Because if it's to help you build your kingdom, then then there's a problem. But if it's mm -hmm. a way for you to bless others, um, then look for that and try to, and and don't try and hoard it. And that can be tough for me. I, I, I laugh about it. The more you know, successful I've been in my career, and the um, older I've gotten and, and the more I've had, the stingier I've gotten with it. And so I'm constantly battling this like, you know, need to not, not that it's bad to save or to do so, but I have to constantly battle that and, you know, look at what is God wanting me to do with this. And, um, there's a difference between saving and hoarding. There is, you're right. You are correct. Um, there, there's a big difference there, but I mean, I even think we, we had goodness, it's probably been a year or two ago like something small, like going through uh, McDonald's on vacation. We were in Branson and we we're going through and we open our bag and there's like extra stuff that we didn't order. And I'm like, well, you know, what do I, what do I do with this? Like, okay, kids, you can have maybe an extra cheese. We're trying to figure out. And then we pull out and there's a guy on the, on the corner. Yeah. Homeless with a sign. And it's like, oh, okay. Cause they're not going to take the food back at McDonald's. Right. right? Like they, right. they're not they allowed can't. to. <laughs> yeah. And so it was one of those things where, it didn't look like the best situation. I'm going to be honest, and maybe that's wrong for me to say, but I pulled around the corner and parked away, and they locked the car, and I, I took it back and had a moment to talk and pray with people that I would not have 
had I not been given three extra cheeseburgers or whatever yep. it was, you know? Yep. Um, and so it's like, okay, this happened. What do I do with that? And I think if we look, if that's like on top of our mind in every instance in life, our life is going to be very different as opposed mm-hmm. to, oh man, I got more. How do I use this to, you know, build my portfolio or whatever? Yeah. I had a similar situation recently in which uh, I was able to help somebody with something, and it was as a result of of obedience to something, you know, like that I was considering whether or not I wanted to stay committed to, or um, I, and it was like I was reflecting with my wife after the fact. It's like you know, if I hadn't done that thing, if I hadn't continued to do that thing, I don't know that this opportunity to to be a help to somebody would have come along. Yeah. And it's tough because I think the world screams at us to make sure that we are feeling and it's I'll I'll say something else after this cuz I don't want to be taken the wrong way but I think the world tells us to make sure we feel purpose and you know um what's the word I'm looking for like confirmed in our position even with work like oh well if they're not you know doing this, this, and that for you, well, then you should leave. Well, maybe, and I'm not saying that's completely wrong. Like, hopefully you do have a sense of purpose where you're at, but if that's all you're pursuing and it's the purpose that you're looking for, then that's different than, than looking for the purpose God may have you somewhere. And yeah, maybe your purpose, maybe your purpose is to endure a crappiness (laughs) for a purpose, for a greater purpose that God hasn't yet revealed to you. You know, my, my wife is a nurse and she worked at a hospital for over a decade. And, you know, the work is hard anyway, but sometimes the job is hard too, you know, depending on mm-hmm. your work situation and colleagues and all, all that kind of thing. And there were times where she was really like, man, I just don't want to do this anymore, but did not feel yeah. the release of the spirit to leave. And the way that she made sense of it was that like, you know, I, there are many things about this I may not enjoy or that, or hard, or my, somebody else might take as confirmation that I shouldn't be here. But sometimes the Lord calls us to difficult things that don't make sense. And the only confirmation you have is the little whisper that you have to listen carefully to while your brain is shouting at you, <laughs> every yeah. other thing in the world. But it's that little whisper that will keep you on the road you're supposed to be on. And it's why, you know, even things like we started this conversation talking about just figuring out how, ways to inject rest into your rhythm, actual rest, not just escape, which is different. Yeah. And that if you don't rest, if you don't have those rhythms, if you don't give yourself time for God to speak to your brain that's not engaged with something else, how how can we hear that voice? How can we hear that, or how can we feel that nudge, if you like? Yeah. I think that actual rest thing, that's important, because I think more and more, we're inundated with things around us that will will take our attention if we give it, mm-hmm. and they're not always nor often very uh, beneficial to yeah. who we are as people. Um, and I don't know that's something I'm more and more aware of as kids get older. Just the things that are competing for their attention. You know, um, my my daughter we we got her a Kindle for her birthday, and she loves the thing like. You know, too it's much, the Kindle right? kids, so it's, what's that? <laughs> too much, right? Too much, maybe, yeah, because, you know, she, she already doesn't like to stay up. We've had to put a bedtime on the thing, mm-hmm. and then there's times where she's like, well, I didn't hit my daily goal, and I'm like, okay, I'll extend it, but please go finish. <laughs> like, yeah. Because yeah. she just loves to read, and, and she may have five books going at a time, but um, 
and, and it's a Kindle kid, so it's somewhat protected. If you're looking for something as a kid's gift or someone loves to read, I think it's a great deal. But there's stuff at times that she, she'll download, and I'm like, hold up, let me let me look at this. And, yeah. I mean, you can find whatever you want out there. And so, like, just the idea of raising kids in a somewhat, I hate to say, like, overprotected, but in a safe way, mm-hmm. you know, in a way that's safe for them and their spiritual, um, like, for their soul that God has given them to be nurtured, you know, is is not always easy. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's even some streaming platforms that we've... I originally canceled, and now I've got like the uh, a cheap offer with ads, and I'm like, you know what? We're just going to be very, very careful with it. But um, some of the stuff that platforms or studios or whatever are putting out are, are not not good for your your children. Now you can have ch- teaching moments with it, and we've talked about that. Maybe that was mm-hmm. this year. Was our? It was, yeah. I'm sorry, I, I went on a little soapbox, so I'll <laughs> try to bring it back in a little bit. But yeah, so. That's kind of looking back. I mean, you mentioned there's a lot this year. Mm-hmm. As we look at what's going to be season four, um, yeah. What what are you most excited to kind of talk through and look at and explore more? Obviously, we have the Beatitudes that we're going to be wrapping up soon, but we'll we'll see if we wrap it up soon. <laughs> <laughs> wrapping up at some point. <laughs> um, that's a good question because I, I hadn't thought a ton about this year. We've said before that it, it, we'd like to get some more guests in. And that mm-hmm. sometimes is logistically difficult, finding times that work for everybody when this isn't your main gig. Um, you know, we've talked about wanting to see the podcast grow, whatever that means exactly. I suppose what I hope for for this, this year, and really in any year, is that I don't want to continue to just say the same things, you know? Like we have a certain mm-hmm. wheelhouse, I feel like, but it's pretty broad. And so there were particular things we did this past year that I thought, this is, this is new for us. We're pushing beyond, like, we didn't talk about that this year or the, the, yeah. the previous year. Or, you know, that's a totally different take on something. I know we, we end up looping back into earlier conversations quite a bit because I feel like really this is one long conversation that, yeah. people, are, that people are privy to. So, but that said, you know, I... I'd like to continue to talk about things we haven't talked about and hopefully try to get to some clarity or, or hopefully to some wisdom just for the two of us on those things. And maybe that could be helpful to people. Um, beyond that, I, I don't, I don't want to set some kind of like business goal <laughs> for what right. we're doing. J- just that, you know, I, I want to keep doing it and I want it to keep being helpful in new ways. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think that's that's big, and I'm with you. You know, it, it's one of those things that um, this is enjoyable just to to do and to have these conversations. And often, I think there's kind of things that are revealed to us that God uses our conversations to reveal to us that are helpful. But yeah, um, I'm with you. The vulnerability in in the episode over blessed are those who mourn, kind of that one, is something I think is beneficial to continue and is maybe contradictory to our thought process when we started um, of wanting to kind of keep behind the scenes and not share too much. And because we don't want it to be about us. And I, I, we're still of that mindset. Like we don't matter in this equation, but that said the experience experiences we've had and where God places us does often matter. Um, 
And so I think it's useful, but I don't want to be reticent to talk about the work God has done in my life. If yeah. that could be encouraging or helpful or sharpening for another person. Yeah, absolutely. Cause he's right there, man. Yeah, I agree. And, and I think, I don't know. I think everything going on. So to your point, things you're seeing, which we have not talked about fully what those are. So I'm, no. I'm intrigued about <laughs> some of the things you're seeing, but even knowing that this year is a big year, um, yeah. being an election year and there's going to be a lot of tension, you know, and we, to your point, I think we've shied away often from politics and this year we've probably touched on it a little more than in the past. Um, not because we love politics, but just because how do you ignore the stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, it's how Babylon runs. Yeah. And th- there are even some things, like when I sent you that message, there's some things that, frankly, I'm a little, I don't know that afraid is the right word, but, like, I don't know if I want to go there or not. I don't know if I want to wade into some of these waters. Not because I mind difficult conversations. It's just that it's so easy to be misinterpreted in the marketplace of ideas when there's not a personal relationship to undergird the conversation. Like we, we had, we've mentioned a couple of times in more recent episodes that, you know, you and I are friends. And so even any disagreeing we do takes place in the context of like, I care deeply for you (laughs) and you care deeply for me and and each other's families and whatnot. And, and that, that's the thing that we have that can carry the weight of a disagreement Mm -hmm. and a misunderstanding even. I don't think that's happened, but it, but it might, you know, we're human, but yeah. people out there in the world that might be listening to this don't have that. And so I'm like, I don't, some of the stuff that I'm seeing out there that I might have a want, want to talk about is like, I don't know that I want to risk <laughs> the chance of being misunderstood and, and thrown into this camp or that pod or the other by wading mm-hmm. into this conversation. And I don't know if that's a character flaw or if that's me just, you know, being a wimp or whatever, but it's like, man, I'm, I, I'm, I earnestly desire to, for these conversations to be constructive. And, you know, I, I don't yeah. always know <laughs> which well, pool it, we should be wading into. And there's that good faith thing of like, even, yeah. even when we maybe have disagreements or, or are misunderstood, if there's times I hear something, it's like, well, I know Taylor. So even though this was said, you know, it's not an attack or he's not good. Mm-hmm. We're just having a conversation. And, you know, and again, I don't know that there's ever been that, but I know because of the relationship we have, there's that, there's that good faith um, to where it's not just like you're trying to get, get your, you know, point in, but where we're trying to have the discussion. I think if you don't have that, it, it can be tough. You know, yeah. I, I had, a, had a conversation this week. Um, related to work where someone had reached out and we're, they're talking about a contract in place that hasn't been paid. And they're like, Hey, you know, these people aren't acting in good faith. We need this done before we pay. And I'm like, no, that's not how it works. You pay and they offer the service. They said contractually (laughs) they will offer, right? Like that, that's how it works. And, um, it's funny, you know, we don't have a, a written contract in place, but there's this idea of what we're trying to do is, is beneficial to each other and, others who may be listening or a part of the conversation. And if we say something that goes against it, hopefully we, there's enough of an understanding there to know it wasn't an intentional blow at someone. And, mm-hmm. um, that's just very prevalent in the world today that anything said can be taken out of context. So I don't think it's wimpy. I think there's a lot of wisdom there, you know, to stick with a W word, but, um, I think that's wise to consider that now, again, you do have me 
interested. So I'm like, you know, I, I'm kind of fishing for a teaser here of what those topics may be, but you may not be ready to even cast one out. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think I will. Um. <laughs> oh man. And, and I think, you know, one of the things looking backward and ahead and with everything we just said that people aren't hearing right now, <laughs> but will, I think, I think it's worthwhile enough to, to work in at some point, but or maybe that's our, our year. But I think, you know, there's kind of this trajectory of what we've hoped to do, which is slowly align ourselves more with Christ. Yeah. And I think, you know, that that's what all of this is. And hopefully this year, looking ahead, it'll be another step in that, you know. Because um, yeah. we, we, even the whole point of our title, you know, Unbetween, is focused on finding that place. <laughs> you know, that's it's not so much that we're trying to be against one political side or the other. We're trying to be in line with Christ. And mm-hmm. what we're understanding is oftentimes that does not look like what the world looks like. And hopefully the past year and looking ahead, that's what we continue to do. Um, I know that's been true for me in my life in, in many ways. but Yeah, and, and the other part of it is it isn't just committing to this ephemeral non-existent middle ground to avoid taking a side and it's not disengaging mm-hmm. from the conversation either it's we want to find the middle way of jesus wherever it leads and yeah. to follow it as best we can yep which we did an episode around that too we did whose side are we on anyway yeah uh, which is i think will continue to be a question that we should ask and if it's uh if we identify more with a political side or a cultural group or some so societal, I don't know even how to word any of this to be honest. But <laughs> then we do with Christ, and there's 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 a big issue there. So who I mean, in the way of outro, maybe we just need to. Can you sum up what we just said in one one in one sentence? Uh, <laughs> we we are in between, and so can you. That's it. Follow us on social. <laughs> Happy 2024, everybody! (laughs)